Good evening, creepsters, and welcome back to Bohemian Dow's Unsolved Mysteries. Tonight is episode 21. Wow, 21, and we will be discussing Whoa. the year of 2020, Andy. So tonight, of course, my friend Andy is back to do the New Year's episode with me, which is going to be so fun. I know you guys... I've loved him being on the show these last three episodes, Andy. Oh, wow. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for 2021, episode 21. Wow. That's that's those, you know, numeral numbers. We didn't even realize that till right now, but Ooh, it's well. I should look up what 21 stands for. Hold on. I think it's a number that comes after 20. No, like, what's the angel number, Goofy? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what the angel number is. <laughs> is, there, is there anything else you like to say in your introduction while I'm doing it? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Tell what's the name of the show. <laughs> the, so the name of this episode is called Lentils and Beans. 2021 what does that mean oh we'll get to that there's a bunch <laughs> of <laughs> there's a bunch of superstitions surrounding different lentils for new year's that bring in wealth and luck which i think is super interesting because a lot of people don't eat lentils like they used to because they're so high in starch yeah no that's cool to hear about the different traditions yeah okay so the number 20 one, when you see angel number 21, it means that it is time for new beginnings and change. Oh, whoa. <gasps> That's amazing. That's crazy. We got to tell the world. We got to tell the world. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, New Year's traditions around the world has always been a fascination for me because my grandparents were so superstitious throughout the year. A lot of old people are, but that's because they have so many stories that's passed down in their families from generations. And a lot of them are known, like they, they're known to have them during the New Year's. There's always really cool superstitions and rituals. And a lot of people don't think that they're actual superstitions. They're just something people do, but they are. And they've passed down through families, generation after generation. So, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day is very a very magical time at the end of the year. It's a time to reflect on the current year ending and the new year beginning. There are so many rich traditions, superstitions, legends. So, there's so many legends that go Back to the beginning of time all over the world, many cultures have their own different traditions for New Year's. Mm -hmm. um, some of the generally known superstitions around the world that I feel like everyone can relate to and have heard at one point in their life. For like the first one I put, keep your food cabinet stacked with food on New Year's Day. This will ensure, oh, no. yeah, this will ensure that you will have food for the entire year. That's interesting because last year on New Year's Day, I distinctly remember going to the grocery store. 
Wow. And I was like, it's kind of weird because, like, it's New Year's Day. Like, why am I buying food and going doing something so normal? Yeah. But maybe I just knew it. Yeah. yeah, maybe your ancestors, like, kind of pushed you to go. So yeah, anyway. that's, I mean, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Another one is open the front and back door, run out of the back door and come in through the front door. And this is to basically symbolize out with the old, in with the new. Now, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of us live in apartment buildings or, yeah, I'm like, do we have two doors? <laughs> Where we have two doors, but one is to the back, and it's, like, to the backyard, and you can't get out to the front. So that's totally mm-hmm. fine. I'll be reading. There's another version of this where you can, like, open your windows and the door, and it also signifies the same thing. So then mm-hmm. the next one is don't give out loans and don't pay on loans on New Year's Day. Mm. Wait until like the day after So on like the 2nd of January If you have to pay a loan Basically keep your coins And on this day And this will ensure wealth in the new year You won't lose out on money During the new year If, if people are calling you to pay on your loan on Christmas day that That's kind of rude anyway it They is. should be calling you Isn't it a holiday? Yeah it's a holiday so yeah, uh, that and, shouldn't be happening and so anyway. Is, yeah, and so is New Year's. Another tradition that I believe everyone around the world does is make a lot of noise on New Year's Eve. Oh um, yeah. I never understood like the symbolism behind this, like why people do it, but it says mm-hmm. blowing horns, whistles, some people bang pots and pans. This is to basically scare the evil spirits of the winter that's a theme that's right? keeps on coming up like last week's episode when Ex- we talked about that last week <laughs> yes <laughs> that's always about scaring things exactly so it people are scared that's what this shows it's and it's said that the devil himself and evil spirits hate loud noise and hate like mm-hmm. people celebrating and being happy and that's exactly what people do on new year's eve so that's why the whole blowing whistles and horns is said to be something to do or like noise makers yeah and yeah those cranks yeah, yeah no that makes sense yeah, and so what's another really cool one? Okay, as okay. I mentioned before, the name of the episode is called Beans and Lentils 2021. So mm-hmm. beans and lentils throughout various cultures around the world is super significant during New Year's and New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Beans okay. are said to bring success and career. And mm-hmm. you're supposed to eat them right before midnight. So have a pot of beans. Some say... Like chili? Or does it have to be beans? No, you can have it in chili. You can have it in whatever you want. But as long as there's it's beans, have it right before the ball drops. Mm-hmm. And then another really cool one. The mistletoe is always super mysterious to me. Like... There's so many different meanings behind the mistletoe and different um, superstitions. But this one I thought was super interesting that if you leave a mistle- some mistletoe leaves in front of your front door of your house, mm-hmm. 
on New Year's Eve until New Year's Day that you will meet the love of your life within the 12 months of the following year. Oh, that's like, yeah, that's cool. That's, that's really like cool. It's like a love spell. Yeah, that was really <laughs> awesome. So then I'm going to go into uh, different superstitions throughout the world. So the first place, one of my favorite places on in the world is Ireland. And it is said that if you cleanse or clean your home before New Year's Eve, you will have a clean house for the new year and it means clean house clean clean everything everything would be just clean for you you know like yeah, a, a clear sense. you would have clear clarity throughout the year which is super i mean like people even talk about that like for the week like yeah. if you clean on sunday then you'll have like a clean setup for the whole week so yeah like doing something at the beginning of the year when it's the beginning of a new year and the ending of an old year just sets that intention to you know keep it tidy or keep the pantry stocked all year long exactly and then what also is interesting is they say to try to clean either right before new year's get all your cleaning like new year's eve get all your cleaning done by new year's eve because on Mm -hmm. new year's day it is said to for you not Try not to throw out anything, type of waste, anything. Um, Just don't throw out anything, any furniture on New Year's Day because... This just shows that you shouldn't have the New Year's party at your house. (laughs) Yeah. Let somebody else else do that. Exactly. Otherwise, for the rest of the year, your house is going to be filled with like red solo cups and, and trash. Exactly. So basically, okay, so the reason why you don't want to throw anything out on New Year's Day is because you're throwing your energy out when you do that. Mm -hmm. And you're throwing your good fortune out. Oh, and also don't buy anything on New Year's. Don't buy anything. Oh, wow. Yeah. It says don't buy anything. But I thought it said stock the pantry. Well, no, not on New Year's. Have it stocked. So, like, go New okay. Year's Eve and have it already stocked for New Year's Day. A lot got of this it, stuff is, it. like, to prepare for New Year's Day. That's, like, the magical day. Okay. Which is very cool. So, yeah, the whole correlation between, like, your energy and, like, not throwing things away because it has your energy on it and how, mm-hmm. you know... It's like your energy versus your your fortune. So just keep mm-hmm. everything. It said just keep everything in a house on that day. Even if it's garbage. If you didn't take it out the night before, too late. You got to wait until the next day on the okay. second. Okay. And then we're going to go to Spain. So in Spain, it says, I've heard this before, to eat 12 grapes to symbolize each month of the following year now there's two there's two different versions you can eat one grape on every hour for 12 hours or you could eat 12 grapes as the ball drops Hmm. and this is to which one which one would you do i don't know i kind of i kind of think that eating it every hour is cool yeah, that's like more of a ritual. Type yeah, of thing. it it seems yeah it seems more like, like it seems more real, <laughs> not so. Yeah, I mean, like because otherwise I might eat more than twelve grapes because like. <laughs> yeah, what if what if you eat more than twelve? Who knows? So so that it's also like 
portion control as well. Yeah, it's super cool. And you're going to be drinking wine and champagne anyway, so drink every hour. Uh, I think that this is really cool because they say for every grape, depending on how sweet that grape is, Mm -hmm. that's how sweet that month is going to be for you. So I thought that was cool. That's cool. (laughs) Let's hope that we get some sweet grapes. And it is say it says that it's supposed to bring in wealth and health um, for hmm. 12 months. So that was pretty cool for Spain. And now let's go to the Philippines. Okay. So this one is funny. Jump high. Hmm. Jumping will increase your height and also heighten hopes for the new year. <laughs> Okay, so like actually jump? Yeah, actually jump. Like right before the ball drops. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> and this one is similar to the 12 grapes. Another 12, which is cool. This one says have 12 different pieces of fruit on the table on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. That will bring, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that would bring a fruitful 12 months for the following year, which is cool. Nice. Yeah. And then the next one is noodles. So noodles symbolize long life. So having a bowl of noodles on the table on New Year's Eve signifies Mm. signifies long life. Another one of the Philippines is wear polka dots on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And this will bring money and wealth to the new year. Oh, cool. Right. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, I don't know if it makes sense, but that that would be cool. Polka yeah. dots. What, what other time do they tell you to wear polka dots? Exactly. Like, whoever told you to wear <laughs> polka dots? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, unless you're like Minnie Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Another interesting one. This one's really interesting because this puts me in the mindset of like different rituals. Uh-huh. Burning old memories will get rid of any bad feelings from the last year so Mm. you could do this like they were showing it in this one video that i watched they were showing like burning a picture of something that brought back bad memories so if you want to use a candle just be safe but i thought that was cool yeah no that's interesting that kind of reminds me of some of the things that i've done before at the end of the year really that's see that's so cool I didn't burn them, but, like, some of the things that I do... Well, I don't know. Do you have any more on your list? Um, I have, like, five more, I think. Okay, I'll let you finish, and then I'll tell you. Okay. Then I'll tell you the secrets of the world. <laughs> okay. So the next one from the Philippines is cutting dead ends from your hair. This okay. This represents um, cutting bad energy from the previous year, which I think is cool. I could like shave my head. Yeah. <laughs> um, another one is money in your wallet. Have money in your wallet on both New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. This will ensure. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and you know what? My grandparents always said like have money in your wallet. Or there's a few other ones that we can go over when you like talk about different rituals that you do for New Year's. Um, yeah. But yeah, this one I personally have had people tell me to do that keep money yeah that makes sense because it's like intentional yeah and then here's the one where i was talking about the front door versus the back door so Mm -hmm. in the philippines they say to open the doors and the windows 
This will ensure you to accept all the New Year's blessings and luck, which is cool. Mm -hmm. And then the last one for the Philippines is make sure to do something related to your career on New Year's Day. Nothing like super strenuous, like something little. Um, not a lot of work, but just a little. But it has to do something with your career. This will ensure that your career will go well in the following year. Hmm. So that's that, awesome. Yeah. And then the last thing, the last place that I would like to talk about on the traditions list is uh, the southern states in the United States. So it says eating black eyed peas, cornbread, and greens of any sorts mm. on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day are said to bring in wealth and money. There is a dish called Hopping John's with all these ingredients that I just said, or just spoke about. And it is said that to eat this dish before noon will bring in good luck. That's, I mean, that sounds delicious too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot. I have one more that's in Europe. So the Dutch eat donuts on New Year's Eve. And this symbolizes... Um, a full circle of blessings for the new year. Because when you think about it, the donut is circle and it's basically... Oh, yeah. yeah. The cycle. The, the cycle circle. of life. Yeah, and that's what it represents. And yeah, so that's it for the traditions and superstitions around the world for New Year's. Those are interesting because like, I feel like you could take on some of those just, you know, for yourself on, on the on the years and incorporate them into life yeah in i general. mean like even like just like going to a party well when we can go to parties again yeah um <laughs> and, and like wearing polka dots and yeah. saying that story of like oh aren't you supposed to wear polka dots i heard it on this podcast with andy <laughs> and it was, <laughs> but it's supposed to be for good luck exactly it's really cool so let's discuss some of our personal rituals that we have done on new year's that i think a lot of the creepsters would like to hear about yeah sorry um <laughs> you gotta clear your throat on new year's too um <laughs> <laughs> so like every year i kind of did this thing either on new year's it depended um, what I was doing, because sometimes, you know, you're going to a party or, you're, or if you're staying home, I've had both times. Yeah. But especially on times when I'm staying home or just not feeling like going out, I would write down intentions for the next year, like defi definitely like resolutions, but it was more than resolutions. It was more just like for the next year having, I mean, it is goals, so they're very similar, but just thinking about, like, broader themes of things that I wanted to work on in mm -hmm. the next year. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, then I would write down, like, memories from that year. And sometimes I would do, like, if it's 2021, I would write down 21 memories that I had from the year before. Yeah. Or, like, just things that stood out. Because it's, like, good to, like, think about each month and like each each time that like sticks out in your brain and just like reflect on that you know whether it was good or bad or just like things that you've like accomplished or worked through or just happy times that you've had during that year and then the third thing 
that I would do would be um, uh, light a candle that night, too, and think about all the things that, well, this was kind of came up with what you said with burning the, the bad memories. So if you write specifically bad things or things that you had challenges with yeah. and you would like to change, you could then like burn those things or write it and delete it or whatever way you want to deal with it. Exactly. But releasing that into the, you know, universe and, you know, moving on to the next things that you want to focus on. Just having those intentions of this is a new start, a fresh start. Right. And I think that putting your energy into things is so important and I didn't realize that when because usually the rituals that I do for New Year's is I always clean Mm -hmm. I think it's on New Year's Eve I hope it has been on New Year's Eve but I'm not even sure if I did it on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day but I would throw stuff out because it's like you want it it's like that winter cleaning it's a new year and you just want to get stuff out. And I would always wait, I think, until the first. <laughs> so now I know not to do that anymore. And to do it like around yeah. this time, like right now. And um, the candle, like just burning a candle. I would usually do it like, you know, on Day of the Dead. I would do it. But then for New Year's, I would do it too. Because I, I'm not sure where I heard this from. But I feel like the veil is also really thin during the Mm -hmm. new year, like the transition from the 31st to the 1st. And so I would um, burn a candle for like my loved ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I just feel like for some reason the veil is thin during that time. Well, even like what you said, you got to do something for your career on the day of. It even could just be like burning it a red candle or a green candle, yeah. which like cre- like red candles are about like urgency and pushing, you know, making things happen. And then like green candles are about money and right things oh, so and, good, and quickness. Andy. So like stuff like that, you can look into what all the different can. Or if you want love, there you could do red or pink candles depending on you know the intensity of the love but you can like look into those um candle meanings and theories and just do like little things like that it doesn't have to be like i don't know making a business plan but you could write goals for your business as well yeah that could be like a really cool ritual is like you get these different candles i'm actually gonna go on amazon or Etsy tonight and order my candles for New Year's. Because... You can do that, but you, I also believe that you can just buy candles at the like, do, like the local dollar store or like the local like bodega type of candles too. Like those, those work just as well. But you know, you can get fancy candles too. Yeah. You're like, I go on Etsy. <laughs> no, I'm thinking, do they have like different color candles? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, like the, like, you know, like the prayer candles? Yeah. I mean, you got to find your right spot, but there's certain places, like, that have the, can- all oh, the different do. color candles. I mean, there's like a, there's like a candle store by me, so. Oh, so fancy. Like a spiritual 
store. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? There is one, but in here in Brooklyn, they're like super overpriced. You know those little. Yeah, that's a, that's why I said Dollar Store has them as well. Yeah. So that that would be really cool for all the creepsters. I'm gonna put this episode out, you know, ahead of time so that you guys can go out and get whatever you need to from the grocery store, like your grapes and your lentils and, and definitely <laughs> Yeah, and and these candles because I think that burning candles anyway is like really symbolic and it brings in new energy and also I also super sage like I smashed yeah. my whole house on Christmas Eve and on Christmas on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day and yeah. I was uh, gonna say that too like smudging your house definitely on Christmas Eve and then even on Christmas Day like do it twice maybe yeah just to like get all those old energy and new energy in there I also put when I mop the floor for New Year's Day I um use Florida water oh yes which is also supposed to be really good and bring in new fresh energy you if you have a male figure in your life that can step over the threshold of your um, house the in the front door mm-hmm. he has to have money in his wallet too like a, poten- like a potential suitor or does it have to be a male figure it just has to be a male figure any anyone and it, they're okay. supposed to bring in like luck for the new year. Ask cool. me So could Andy, it be me? yeah, it could be you. Definitely. And we don't have to do just walk in the house. You have to walk in the house. Just make sure you have money in your wallet, and just okay. walk over the threshold. So that was. Cool. That's another interesting one. What's... Well, I was gonna say also, just you can also do your tarot card read that day and that can be a spread for like the whole year that's what i usually do and so you do one for yourself yeah i mean personally i do them my for myself i feel like for me tarot has is is mainly something that i use as a tool to see what's like in my brain or like you know yeah like if you get a certain card and and i think you're supposed to see that card and you know there's, there's, you know, synchronicity to it with the universe, but also like, what does your brain gravitate towards when you see that card? You yeah. know, like, what does your intuition tell you? And then when you look up the meanings, like, what do you gravitate to thinking about? Because it could be a random card, but if it's, if your brain goes to your family or a love or your career, depending on where your brain goes, like that kind of just shows you what you're focusing on right now too. Yeah. But anyway, doing your tarot spreads on that day, like I think that last year, I'm pretty sure I did it like at night when, cause I didn't go out or anything. I just did it that night. And you know, there's a lot of energy in the air and you're thinking about the ending and the beginning of things. So Sending that, getting that insight on that night is like a very powerful thing as well. That's so interesting. I mean, you could even, I mean, depending on, I truly believe that you can like, whatever you set the intentions for, that's what it's going to help you with. Because you could do one on the night of, and that could mean, or like the night before New Year's Eve before 12, and that could be like what the past year meant for you. Right. And then you can do one on the day of, and that would be what 
the next year is bringing to you. Wow, that's really cool. That's so cool. So do that. <laughs> I'm going to totally do that. Have some cards. Oh, another thing mm-hmm. that I do, I've done this the last few years, except for 2020, which was no one can predict what happened. Totally. But before that, the year before, and anyway, a year before that, I did... Um, vision boards i made vision of things that i wanted to basically do the goals that i wanted and and not just for the year but i wanted these goals to be in place so let's say that you know i wanted to own my own loft in the next three or four years i was like making visions to set me up for those the next few years to get in place so that I can do that and so far it's really been working but yeah I think like having mood boards kind of sets you up it and also when I when I do these mood boards so I collect all these different pictures like I'll go on Pinterest or Tumblr Mm -hmm. and I'll get all these really cool pictures of things that I want to basically manifest for the new year. And mm-hmm. I'll get some construction boards and glue. And also I'll have a candle burning and some incense mm-hmm. burning while I'm doing this and some really good music. And I'm just super relaxed and the puppies are playing and I'll just like zone out and I'll make like storyboards of how I want things to go. Awesome. Yeah, and it and really that's super does creative work. too. Yeah, and it really works. And you keep those boards somewhere where you can see them every day. You wake up and go to sleep to them and it'll keep you motivated. And it also keep you in like this just really peaceful, humble state. Like you're not frantic or lost. Like you have some type of vision of what you want to do. And what you're waking up and going to work for. Totally. I also can see if you don't have time to do them like right before New Year. Some of these things you can like do within the beginning of the the first couple weeks of the year too. Like I feel like doing vision boards during the first couple weeks of the year is like a time when you're planning for the year too. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's interesting because my like birthday is at the end of January. So there's been times where I didn't get my intentions in for the year so then i just use my birthday as kind of the new my own new year so that's another thing you can think about too like if you're not gravitating towards the world's new year or to the u.s's new year or wherever you're living you could also just use your birthday to do similar type of things as well exactly because blowing out your candle when you blow out your candle oh true is is also it it's like your new year that's your new year because yeah. it's your birthday year so that's the birth of you so yeah that's your new year your birthday and yeah anything where you have to blow out a candle and make a wish is totally mm-hmm. a ritual and and like you said like you can start off on New Year's with the mood board. You don't have to complete it on a New Year. It's just to, to be too. able to start it. And don't put so much... I don't want people to put so much pressure on like, oh, I have to get this done and get that done on New Year's. Start whatever you want to start on New Year's or whenever you can. It's a New Year. It's whenever you want to. Because you don't have like just New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. You have 
the new moon. You have the wolf moon, which is also super interesting. Out that'll probably be the next episode is me talking about the new mm-hmm. moon and a wolf moon, which means so much. And yeah, it's just that's what the new year is about. And I think this episode kind of teaches us like and trains us to be more cautious about what we do within those two days because they are very magical. And I think something with the veil is kind of like the world's kind of open, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. It is. This is cool. Good episode. I'm excited. Yeah. Now I'm like, it's very informative. <laughs> Beans and lentils. Who knew? Beans and lentils 2021. No more 2020. 2020 was trash. I I wish everyone the best and I know it was such a hard year and people lost so many loved ones this year. It was so devastating and so just, it was a horrible year and I just hope that the new year is completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. A lot of things came to light in this last year. Oh, yeah. In the new year, we can work on those things and push forward. Push forward. I wish everyone the best of luck this year. Happy New Year's Eve. And thank you, Andy, for doing another so cool episode with me. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> and this was our Lentils and Beans 2021 episode. Thank you, Creepsters. Have a good night. Bye, Andy. Bye. Bye. Please send all listener stories to info at bdumpodcast.com.